You know what's my favorite shit though? What's that? Just ad libs. Ad libs is something like I'm gonna do a track with just ad libs. Yeah. I think I got my ad lib game is is in my mind at least top twenty mm. in my mind. Cause my shit like you know you give me a beat I was like uh huh uh huh you like I could do that shit man like my ad lib shit is together man I think right. so you know when I drop my R and B album. I'ma have Puff Daddy levels of ad libs on my shit. Mm. So y'all remember Frank is producing my shit. This is being said on public record. So this is now a, a, a contract and he can't get out of it. So Frank is producing my entire RB album coming uh sometime next spring. I keep changing the date because I'm not showing anything. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. That's funny. I literally just had a long conversation with a little girl about ad libs. Ad libs is the shit, man. Yeah. I, I had to stop her from saying brat. But I mean, yeah, because some gangster, you don't want to get in trouble in preschool. That's, that's what right. I was trying to tell her. Like, like that shit is funny. You know what that means? <laughs> Blood. You know, you know what, what that means? Hold on, real fast. <laughs> so my daughter, right? My baby, the youngest, she's uh, three. She'll be four very soon, right? She can't say these. So everything is B. You know what I'm saying? And she be like, yeah, you know, we're going to go on vacation. Like yo, my nigga, are you YG or something? You can't like, are you blood on a low and you ain't tell nobody? Like, what is your problem? And, and I be trying to get her to say V, but she just everything is B, man. Everything is B. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah, daddy, we will go to the the, the, the like just whatever would be, just yeah. mad bees. I don't know whether my my daughter's a blood when she goes to school. <laughs> I don't know what's happening, yo, but. I don't I'm just I'm gonna pray on that But anyway 4K For the stress podcast We got I, We got a little Distracted We You know Things happen But Welcome back Hope y'all are okay I mean uh, Goodwill Good morning Good night Good evening Good everything And all that type of shit <sighs> Frankie's here Frank and Wolf Studios Um It's still cold as a bitch I don't know what the like. I keep seeing conflicting reports about what the groundhog is doing, so I'm not sure. So y'all, y'all, I don't know. Just keep a jacket and keep your long johns and all that type of shit. But church announcements. <clears throat> Pardon me. Follow the show on everything. Uh, IG, Twitter, Facebook. Follow the um, Frank and Wolf show. Follow Frankie. Uh, follow a celestial goddess on IG for your holistic healing. You know, follow the team. Follow everybody. Get laced with those crystals. Word. But also, listen, y'all. I appreciate all the um, the listens, people reaching out saying they fuck with the show. But please, I can't get more listeners if y'all don't tell nobody. You know what I mean? So like, comment. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, I don't just be saying that shit. Like, I, you know, if you like it, tell somebody that you like it. You know what I mean? You know, spread the goodwill, man. That's what we, that's what we about. Just spreading the goodwill. But, um, 
back to reality, I guess. So I'm gonna make this. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna try to make this as quick as possible. But I see people confused about um, what's going on in the political spectrum again. Listen, it's a lot going on. It's a lot to digest. A lot of it is just at the point where you kind of just want to turn the TV off because it's too much to keep up with. I understand that. But this is why I'm here to help y'all shift through the madness. Now, Trump had his State of the Union. Um, That was regular. Listen, State of the Unions are just... They're boring. Them just his ass, no matter who's doing it. Whether it's Trump, whether it's Obama, Clinton, Bush... Whoever, all state in the unions are trash. The trash when they was trash when Obama did it. It, it don't matter. Yes, Trump is Trump, and everything he does is ass and terrible. But you know, it's whatever. The one interesting thing, though, I t- you took from that. I mean, there's a lot of things with it, but the most interesting thing for me, right? The speech was an hour and. 30 minutes or something 30 minutes or some change I don't know right The nigga only said 5,000 words Right He Obama speech was Maybe 45 minutes Something like that And he used 9,000 words So I say that to say Trump might have the reading level of a fucking maybe sixth grader. No, sixth grade is too smart. Maybe a fourth grader. Like the nigga was, it wasn't like he was saying anything impactful in this speech. It's just that he took so fucking long to deliver the speech. That's why it was so long. The nigga, the nigga had, I mean, pauses between each word and every sentence. It's like, (laughs) It's like when you're giving your speech in front of your class, it's supposed to be five minutes, but you ain't really write that much for the speech, so you just try to drag the bitch out for as long as you possibly can. Mm-hmm. Like, so. Trying to buy more time. Like, that's what he was doing, basically. Like, He's trying it, to get it together, that's all. And, you know, but he, and that, and it made it even worse, because it's like, beloved, you reading off a teleprompter. Like, you, you <laughs> like, is that, is it that difficult, bro? Seriously, so but you know that the the length of the speech to me, with the, the 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 small amount of words that he used is just it was fascinating to me. That's all. I just it was you know, but and and also with that inside the speech, you know, he just it was just regular regular shit. Like he was just talking about what he did with the tax plan, patted himself on the back. Everybody was standing up clapping for every single achievement or whatever and then he talked about immigration like he compared everything to he compared undocumented people to um uh ms-13 and shit which was just fucking wild word that's just wild so like he like just and he was conflating the two issues because he was taking people who who've been here for years and are undocumented and saying that those people are MS-13 and they're raping and shooting people and all that type of shit. So he was just all over the fucking place with that, you know, like with State of the Unions, they're so 
this the president usually they give a um they give a uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for like a um fuck I'm blanking whatever nigga just they're, they're looking for um they give like a like a like a like a, like a like fucking future look towards whatever policies they're going through you know and he ain't doing that they ain't do any of that they didn't have any new policies they didn't have any plans for the future which brings me to my next point that they didn't have any plans or any um speaking points about whatever new policies they want to implement is because they all wrapped up in this russia shit now i told y'all before we can't really do too much about the Russia shit. It is what it is. However, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. But in the midst of all of this, um, a uh, congressman by the name of Devin Nunez released the quote unquote memo. Now, it's a lot of moving parts to this memo, right? I'm not going to get into all of that because that's mad time and I don't want to bore myself all y'all talking about all of that so the cliff note says the nigga a nigga who was on the committee about russia who wasn't supposed to speak to russia wrote a memo about russia and in the memo he accused the fbi of being partisan towards hillary clinton trying to rig the election for her to win because there's a anti-trump movement within the fbi none of that shit is true all of this is just basically a distraction because people are scared of what Mueller's going to find. Um, what the whispers around Washington is, Mueller's getting closer and closer to um, bringing obstruction of justice charges against Trump. So, like, listen, it's a lot. If you see it in the news, just be like, yo, this is this is a Hail Mary that the Republicans threw to try to throw that try to you know throw a monkey wrench in and what Mueller's doing don't worry about all of that okay just know it's all bullshit I'm telling you because that's what it is I spent 45 minutes of my life trying to figure all this shit out to realize it's all just bullshit and I was tight so I'm not even gonna put y'all through that okay just take it from me don't even worry about the shit the memo was trash just don't whatever now with all of that as I said previously, there's a lot of moving parts going on in the political world. We can't worry about any of that shit. We can't. I'm like, because there's not much we can do. It's not like there's any type of policies that the GOP or Trump is pushing forward that we can kind of prepare to fight for because the niggas is not doing shit. So the only thing we can do is, you know, if you with November elections coming up, I keep telling y'all. With November elections coming up If you got candidates That you want to run against these Republicans Get them out of office So we can win the House And the Senate back That's what you do Donate where you can Campaign where you can Get started now Because everything that you need As, talk, as talking points against the GOP They're giving it to you I'm saying between the tax plan and them trying to re repeal the ACA and everything like that, like, like get started now, get people involved now. That's all we can do as the public because we waiting for whatever happens with this Russian investigation. You're going to be holding your breath. Don't waste your time. So, 
you know, I guess I'm saying good luck to Mueller or whatever. But again, I'm going to keep saying it until it gets here. November, 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 November. I don't want to hear shit from nobody about nothing. November's coming. It, it, I don't want to hear shit. But anyway, listen, man. I just want to take this time. We're going to have a very much needed discussion about the legendary man, Quincy Jones. Um, Recently, the, the legend, the OG Quincy Jones gave an interview. I don't remember the, the magazine. Um... I don't know how important that is. It's for well, fuck it. He gave an interview, right? Just dropping all types of jewels. The one that caught my eye that made me read the article is the one where this living legend said he had 22 girlfriends. Quincy Jones is, I'm rounding, but he's got to be pushing 80. 22 girlfriends bro and you push that's like some that's some Hugh Hefner shit like I I can't I'm not even mad at it at all like for you to to be that seasoned and still out here ripping and running like I think that might be the the role model that the young men need to know that they can keep living in this world without any um Without any uh, restrictions Just the only thing I'll say with that Good brother Jones To put the, the social climbing out here 22 girlfriends might be too much bro I don't want you to get me too bro This is sugar daddy for a lot of Bro that's like this I don't girls. Listen Quincy I don't want you to get me too man You're responsible for too many <laughs> careers bro That's like come on That's That's t- that margin for error is too large. Like I don't, I don't need you. I mean, one missed call and one of them is gonna be like, you know, this nigga Quincy. Da, da, da. Look, man, we don't need all of that, man. We don't need all of that. But also in the interview, he was talking about the beef between uh, Prince and Michael Jackson. Mm. Like I didn't know that beef was that serious. Mm. Like, I've always heard it through, like, older people in my family, like, mm-hmm. you know, Prince and fucking, and, and Michael Jackson had, like, there was also always some type of static there where Prince hated, not hate, I'm not, let me, let me not say that, not hate it, but Prince kind of felt the way that Michael got the attention that he did, and Michael was always, like, you know, why, you, why you picking on me, man? Right, or 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 like low key being a dick, knowing he was better than Prince, and knowing Prince was mad. So, with in the interview, Quincy shares a story about um, Prince trying to run over Michael Latoya and I think their mom outside of a venue, outside of a concert, and I don't know what path history would be on. If Prince would have killed Michael Jackson. Like. That shit bothers me low key. Because I'm like son. I, I, I was just listening to, to when the doves cry. Like why would you kill, why would you try to kill MJ? Like that shit don't make any sense to me. But you know. Prince was competitive. I guess. I mean. You wearing heels all day. You, you got to be competitive. But. There's room for both man. There's room for both. I just appreciate. Uh, Quincy sharing those stories, but 
I'm just glad nobody got killed, man. Those are two important figures to our community, to the the musical community. Like that shit is just weird, man. Shout out to Quincy Jones. Yeah. 22 girlfriends out here. Counting, it up. counting, I'm sure. But yeah, just with all of that, I say that to say, just don't get me too, Quincy. Don't do that. But also, um, shout out the wolf in the building. Also, y'all gonna let y'all gonna let me um, enjoy this Black Panther movie. Now, Black Panther should be out. If you don't know, Black Panther is a is a comic book um, movie coming out. Maybe about it should be another week or so by the time y'all are hearing this. And it's been a lot of talk about this Black Panther movie. Listen, we're going to get something clear, right? I'm going to enjoy this fucking movie. I don't care about your political hot takes. I don't care about your fucking... How you feel about the... um, the, What symbolism and all of that. And you trying to boycott white people from seeing a movie. And just... Like, I don't... Listen, man. I'm going to enjoy this fucking movie. It's a black superhero with an all-black cast with a black director. Let us just have that, please. Let us just enjoy the movie without any extraness behind it. Like I don't understand why we just can't be happy with good entertainment. We always got to take it a step further and be like, no, this is going to change the course of a generation. Like my nigga, it's a black man in a, in a, a on a fictional story jumping around. Saving the fucking world Like it's not that serious bro Like I don't think we need to be looking To Black Panther for Fucking political commentary About What our Culture is, is gonna do moving forward Like it's not that serious man It's not that serious I, Like I get I, And this brought me And this kind of made me think Like we are You know I was saying this earlier Like we kind of not even kind of. We are addicted to symbolism. Like we rather things look like something we can aspire to be instead of working to what we are inspired by. Now, listen, that was that's not always the case. But for certain things, like even with like going back to like Obama's presidency, like we have a habit of just taking things that look good and putting our all into it and just being happy it just looks that way and a lot of times like I'll say it like it's not that serious bro it's really not sometimes you just gotta cool out and enjoy the movie for what it is and it's just a movie like now I'm not saying don't be inspired by it and not you know feel empowered in your own life but don't take it like this is the the start of some type of political revolution like come on man come on man don't get let's not get crazy let's like because like what are you going what are y'all going to say when he's in avengers or something like now all of a sudden captain america is of he's a real marine or some shit like we gotta we gotta just learn how to keep entertainment entertainment yes it's dope that you know all of these black actors are getting a look 
yes, hopefully this will inspire the inspired Hollywood to give more to trust more black actors with roles. That's cool. But this doesn't this doesn't mean fucking Chadwick Boseman is going to be the next governor or some shit like it just the way that the response the the the, the, the that side of the response is it seems like a lot to me cuz it's already bad enough that mad white people in alt right are trying to already say oh well you know this is a racist movie and how would you feel if we made a KKK movie it's like yo beloved listen you like have right like exactly and then on top of that <laughs> yeah, word up. Right, and it's just like on top of that, first movie on the big screen, by the way. <laughs> right, and like on 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 top of that, Black Panther was created by two white men. So like, y'all gotta relax. Y'all gotta relax. Like it's not. I give you a dollar if you can name those two white men. Uh, Jack Kirby and Stanley. Yeah, give what? him that dollar. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm out here with my shit, man. I'm out here with my shit. <laughs> you can talk about. You can just hit the, the the weed, right? But so like, we, let's just let us enjoy the movie, man. It's gonna be a black ass event. I'm I'm expecting to see, you know, it's gonna be like a like a just treat the Black Panther movie like it's a cookout. Mm-hmm. Going to see your your family that you haven't haven't seen in a long time, or if you don't fuck with your family friends that you that you call your family, y'all just going out to kick it. Is everybody just going out to have a good time? And we're just going to enjoy the movie, man. That's it. Just let us enjoy the movie. I, I put these political hot takes on it. And then you write all these think pieces about how the, the fucking... Like, it was shit. It was people on Twitter talking about something. Yeah, we moving to Wakanda next year. Like, bro, listen. None of this shit exists. None of it. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar with comic books, but it's fictional. That It means it's not real. You can't... Like, you no... Nobody stamping your pass your passport to Wakanda, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, I, I just want us to just relax, enjoy the movie because it's real. It's other shit that we can really be um, fired up about as far as where we're going as a culture. Like, I don't know, man. Just let me enjoy Black Panther, please. Hey, 4KJ. We're shaking, Wolf. Have you watched Black Lightning? And no, uh, I haven't watched Black Lightning, and I've been hearing great things about it. My man, I can't think of the actor's name right now, and I'm blanking. But shout out to him because he was, what's this? I think the nigga name was um, he was Scooter from Living Single. That's where I know him from. I can't think of his real name, but he was Scooter from Living Single. So if anybody knows. That character from Living Single. He's the lead actor on um, Black Knight, Black Lightning, which is another black superhero television show from DC Comics, which, um, from what I'm hearing, is more focused on social commentary in our community, more so than Black Panther or any other black comedy that I can think of. So shout out to to Black Lightning. Shout out to all the actors on Black Lightning. You know, it's a I'm gonna watch it. I haven't watched it yet, but shout out to Black Lightning. That's just another TV show that I'm just going to enjoy. I'm not gonna let y'all ruin this for me. Because it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But 
was not a good thing. All right. Uh, I'm trying to see how I can get into this, right? So I guess the most basic way, we'll just start with the facts, right? So y'all probably don't care, but there's a rapper named Troy Ave, right? He got into a situation with a uh, a podcaster named Tax Stone. Like if you're in the, if you're interested in podcasts, if you like podcasts, you know Tax Stone had a popular podcast called Tax Season. But you know he was incarcerated over about a year ago because he got into a situation where he allegedly shot somebody at a nightclub. Now the guy that he allegedly shot was the bodyguard of one Troy Av. Now. The reason I'm bringing all of this up is because this guy, Troy Ave, made a record where he basically said that he was going to testify against Taxstone for this for this court case. Maybe. OK, so it's going to be me showing my age again. Right. So is it like. Because I came up with 90s hip hop where rappers had to be some kind of had to walk it like they talk it, so to speak, is with all of this, is this shit dead now? With rappers kind of being who they say they are on records. Now, I know this supposed to be entertainment and yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, the level of believability is is still there authenticity is still there but this guy Troy Ave basically said I'm going to snitch on another man in court now that's fine if you're a civilian like if you're not affiliated with any type of street dealings or if you don't come for that world I I I highly recommend calling the police anytime something, you know, if anything happens to you, your first call should be to the to the authorities. But with Troy Ave um, claiming to be a quote unquote gangster rapper, quote unquote, to having quote unquote bricks in his backpack to be this alleged drug dealer, he's talking like he's from that world and. He's not, his actions aren't matching that. So I don't know whether or not I should just kind of give up on looking for authenticity in these rappers. That just like, now I felt, I felt, I felt like, you know what, with this situation, maybe I shouldn't care because it's all street shit and. You know, I, I highly advocate for street shit just being dead because it leads to nowhere. But at the same time, we got to be real. There's still, there's still dudes out here doing whatever. And that's the reality for a lot of people that I know. And like I said, if you come for that world, there's a certain set of codes that you have to abide by. And... For him to be like, nah, I'm testifying or ratting or I'm snitching. It just, it made me feel like maybe I'm growing too old for rap. 
or maybe I just need to like listen to more R&B or country music or some shit because Justin Timberlake got his Man in the Woods album dropping we gonna get into that but like I I don't know man I don't know man I do I do like I come on man like coming up even if they didn't do it you you a lot of them a lot of the rappers especially like from the 90s and I hate having this comparison because the 90s rap have so much stigma to it but there was more of a the link between people being who they are and saying who they are was much closer it wasn't just like you can get on the microphone and say whatever the fuck you want and nobody fact check you on it like I don't maybe I'm asking for too much right it's all entertainment at the end of the day but you know he's he's saying that and saying he's gonna take the stand and he's going to basically make sure that this man's life is regular like delegated to prison until he dies I just fucking crazy man I miss old D block that's like that's it's just, it's, shit is just wild man like I, I didn't like and it didn't really and it didn't really kind of catch a I thought it would bring more attention to the story I thought it would have more attention than it did but I kind of shows that people really don't care about that like who's snitching on who or whatever like snitches don't even get killed anymore so it's not even I think I'm one of the few people who actually gives a fuck about this shit and now you know what I'm, I proudly stand in the minority of that because damn it I still love none of hip hop so fuck how y'all feel about all of that so I say all this I say all that to say fuck Troy Ave free tax stone that was some nut shit like I don't know man I don't know man hey 4kj my brother wolf have you saw the vlad interviews with the lady that got raped by tupac and a bunch of other niggas <coughs> look y'all might y'all might know who <clears throat> pardon me y'all might not know who vlad is right we don't support vlad at this establishment over here in this whole building in this or whole just the 4kj podcast i don't support vlad me 4k i don't support <laughs> vlad vlad does like vlad does interviews with rappers on on youtube and he looks like a he, he's basically like a cop sitting in an interrogation room asking people like so when did you start gang banging and how many people did you shoot and when you shot him what gun did you use oh man that's crazy can you tell me how many times you reloaded when you ran down his block like he gets he's where and, is the body buried now right and he and for whatever reason these rappers just be like yeah you know what i'm saying i shot that nigga over there on third you know what i'm saying i had the 45 with me it had seven bullets in the left because i just shot two niggas before i came around like and he just vlad just gets them talking and for me that's like a what I deem a culture vulture like he's he's focusing on the negative aspects of 
what's in our community, like doing the same shit that DJ Academics does. And I don't, and I never support any of that, no matter who does it. Like if you're just going to focus on the negative, on the drug dealing and who shot who and who's, who, who fucked whose baby mother. Like I don't listen, man. I know we got enough of that shit with world star and shade room and all of that type of shit, man. Like Vlad is just another leech trying to keep his relevancy by interviewing and, and focusing on the things he knows people will click on. That's why he has this, um, clickbait as headlines, especially with the new one with the woman who accused Tupac of rape almost what 30 years ago if not pushing 30 so you pull out like Pac has been dead for mad long Tupac Shakur has not been on this planet for mad long and still coming out with albums he might be recording right now who knows but you pull out this lady who sent him to jail for rape and well I didn't watch the interview so I don't know if Tupac actually did it or not but like what are you interviewing now We in, why are you interviewing her now he's not here to defend himself everyone else has moved on from the situation like you're looking for click Blake bro like did you watch it no man no it's man. sad like if anything if you if, if if rappers are calling the cops and snitching on people snitch on Vlad get Vlad arrested but that shit is sad. She was like, I was looking at him and I was like, no, no, no. And he was like, it's okay, baby. Just let him do it. Nah, man. See, that type of, like, come on, man. Come on. I don't know, Pac man. Is, Pac is not here to defend himself. Like, she had all of this time to come out with her story if she wanted to. I don't want to hear that shit, man. And, I, and he just like with, with the some could say the same thing about Flex dissing Pac way after that was the, that was corny too that was that was corny but that was corny too definitely got gang raped yeah, that's a difference as listen and I don't women black people they will not let this woman like tell her story she's lower than dirt mm. to us so I don't listen I don't know I didn't follow the story because I honestly don't care like yo, that's you, sh- you should watch it yo, because it's very very alarming that shit is just wild very to me. Alarming. that shit is really just wild to me I don't know yeah like come on man just leave leave Pac alone leave Big alone like if they're not here just leave them alone man Big definitely smacked little Kim in the face with a gun I mean well she said that he, he listen it was said beat that, the shit out his wife yeah all the time she yeah. was on she was on I think maybe I forgot what interview but she was saying saying that to someone before like Big beat up Charlie Baltimore like it, it's all this is all documented stuff yeah but she almost wrote a book right but my point is they were like also like are are you doing this to exploit the wave of the Me Too movement right now because you try trying to get views like it all just looks suspect it all just looks suspect because if you would have did this years ago you probably wouldn't have got as much um eyeballs as you were trying to get but you know whatever vlad i don't give a fuck i don't watch it i try to mute vlad on all social media platforms but i somehow still know what the fuck that man is doing so fuck vlad man but 
cough. Sorry. But anyway, uh, with with the with the things going on in Hollywood, right? Another alarming. I don't know what. No, discrepancy is not the right word. Another alarming factor going on is we have a epidemic of reboots. Everything is getting redone. Everything is getting like that. I don't know whether Hollywood is just lazy or they don't want to trust these new writers or they're just, I don't know. But I say a lot to say, please don't reboot Martin. Please. That's listen. As a black man living in this country, Martin means a lot to my childhood. Like, did you watch Martin growing up? Of course. Like, Martin was like, Martin was more important to me than Fresh Prince. Now, Fresh Prince was important. I think Fresh Prince was more important on a dramatic side where, like, they touched on, you know, like racism and. I ain't watched Hall- that before back then. I mean, well, that's true, but. I, I ain't really watched. I, I watched. I watched. I watched. What's that show again? Which one? Will Smith. Uh, Fresh Prince. I watched Fresh Prince on Channel 11 later on. Yeah, me too. But, you know, with, with like, Fresh Prince touched on more, like, dramatic stuff. Like, when, like, Carlton was on speed and he got shot, and then with the racism shit with Uncle Phil. And, so they touched, they touched on, like, certain, like, dramatic issues or social issues that were as important but for me Martin was better than all of that shit Martin taught me how to crack on people Martin taught me like Martin told me what was fly back in that time like like Martin was just it for me yo Martin was just it for me like the the cast together was just was something special and I hate when good shows have a dynamic cast like that and later on down the line they try to capture that magic issue capture that magic again like if it was good during that time like just let it be man it's important to the culture people are still rocking Martin merchandise right now people are still quoting Martin right now like Martin is still Martin is one of those things in our culture that is like unmovable like it's always going to be a part of our culture like it's something we pass down to those younger than us what if martin wants to bring back martin it's not going to be the same yo it's not going to be the same like first of all the guy that played tommy um thomas i forgot his real name thomas ford i think something like that he passed he found a job word but now it's like first of, and then he's gone so the the original cast is not going to be there so even if like the magic's not there in my opinion they can't pull it off without Tommy nah man you can't see an elderly nah elderly man with an older Mm-mm. Pam Gina Cole because alright so look at it like this right so like hypothetically right hold on we going because this is important right Martin. So like, all right, it's so Martin. so those that follow the Martin show, right? You know, towards the end of the towards the end of the season, end of the series, rather, like Tommy and Pam kind of like like get together, get together, right? So 
Like if they was if they were to reboot the show, like the only thing that I could see them playing off is like either Tommy died or some shit like that. Like hit the the Tommy character died or him and Pam broke up or whatever the case may be. I just don't. I would rather see it because I'm I have such a deep love for the show. If they're gonna bring it back, like I would rather see them all together. That's like when when. Will Smith was talking about, yeah, I might bring back Fresh Prince. Like, Uncle Phil is gone, bro. Like, just let it be, yo. Let it be, bro. Like, like I don't, don't... Don't fuck up a good thing. It's good. I love the show. I quote the show to my kids. Like, I love, like... This is like a... We watch... I march, We watch Martin as a family in my house. Mm. Like that's how much that shit means to me. Like when white people was watching fucking Leave It the Beaver or Brady Bunch or what or Friends or whatever fuck show was popular in White Household or Full House or whatever. Like that was Martin for me. That shit means a lot. Don't do that to Martin, man. I fucking love Martin too much. Don't do that to Martin. Like Martin is an institution. Martin is definitely an institution. Martin is something that you know. Like I said, like we learn from. We learn from. You know, even like I don't know, man. Like Hollywood, I need y'all to just it's a lot of dope writers out here. Like y'all can't hire one of these young writers and get them to give you a brand new fire script for some show. Like y'all y'all it's a lot of safe bets I'm seeing. Like Full House came back with Fuller House or some shit like that. No Michelle. Yeah, no Michelle. Um, they talking about bringing sister sister back. They talking about bringing sister um, sister. That it do it twisted. Like now everybody knows I ain't never gonna let you <laughs> go. But that's what I'm saying. Like you is yeah. You 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 you're, you're trying to bring back all these classic shows, but it's like all right, you're not you're not giving any room for these new shows to grow. And fail or either grow into something dope. Like everybody wants to wants to safe bet. Like I don't know, man. Just please leave Hollywood. Just please leave Martin Mall Hollywood. But, please, please. But I love the show too much. Sister, sister, right? We don't got Steve Harvey show. We don't got the Parkers. What are the young black kids watching? And this is my entire point. We need to, we need younger creatives, black, white, brown, whatever, to write these new shows for that generation. And nobody's doing that. Like, nobody is, like, I don't know whether they're not giving these writers a chance or whatever. Like, you got Issa Rae doing dope shit with Insecure. You got Ava DuVernay doing dope shit with Scandal and all that. Like, I don't there's not any new black comedy that I can think of like there was a show on ABC called The Mayor where like a young black kid he um something happened through the like the courts and he just became mayor of the city or some shit like that Cancel. boom right then they got they got the shit now with the shy but this is more like it's a lot of black dramas popping up on TV but there, we don't have a lot of black, young black comedy shows, and it's not like we don't have the talent for it. It's it's it's, it's funny niggas all over Instagram. 
So it's not like you can't get the talent to fill in these these black comedy shows. Like, listen, man, just okay. But is Gronish really like? Would you would you put Gronish in the category as a Martin or as a Fresh Prince? Because those are funny fucking shows. Gronish is more like it has funny moments in it. But it's more like the coming of age story of this young black girl. Like I don't really see it as like a. I'd see it more as like a drama, or maybe like a dramedy or some shit like that. I don't see it as this is just a purely comedic show, because that's what Martin was. Martin was a purely like high quality gold star funny ass show. Michael Carmichael show. Canceled, like, like, and the the Carmichael show was funny too. I fuck with Gerard Carmichael. He's making a comeback. I hope so. I actually I like him, and I like I like him, and I like uh Michael Shea. Michael Shea is mad funny. I fuck with Michael Shea, but I'm like that's what I'm saying. Like, I like it's it's all these young comedians out, all these young black comedians out here who can um like act. Who can be put in these positions to 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 create the new comedy for this generation or the generation under me? Like, leave Martin alone, man. Leave Martin alone. That's like that was like when Biggie died and Puff tried to keep putting his vocals on shit or Tupac still putting out albums. Like, you gotta let shit go sometimes, man. But can I have? But can I have a shine? Can I have something very similar, but yet so different? And we're not even getting that, bro. We're not even getting that. We're not even getting anything kind of you can kind of compare it to, like. No Godfather buried alive. Nah, bro. Nah, we're not even nothing close to that. That's that's the problem. There's nothing close to that. Everybody is Hollywood is so Hollywood is only betting on things that they know will make them money. Things with dedicated fan bases already, and they don't want to take a bet on whatever's new. And I understand that from a business perspective because you don't want to lose money. But y'all, y'all corny for that, man. Leave Martin alone, bro. Leave Martin alone. Like you know, when they was talking about bringing the office back, like come, like just leave shit alone. The office was a, it's another great fucking show. Like classic show, it ended beautifully. Let it die, let it die. But people, uh, speaking of things that hopefully will never die, listen, uh, this is a we're gonna take this moment to appreciate the genius that is Snoop Dogg. Now, I've been a fan of Snoop Dogg for forever, and I think. We he needs to be either he needs to be on like Mount Rushmore or something, or he needs a statue. He needs something to commiserate how great he is to the culture. Cause he's dropping a gospel album, bro. He jumped to reggae, bro. He's dropping a Snoop Dogg. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Bitches ain't shit but hoes is tricks. Smoke weed every day. Snoop Dogg. It's the Godfather. The big crib. 
triple OG rolling 20s type shit is dropping a gospel album like hallelujah I don't know like what else do we need for him to be like alright I understand lyrically he may not be the GOAT cause everybody has their preferences but just for overall what he means to the culture I don't know if anybody else can can top that he did a rap reggae and gospel he might have did a country song somewhere in there and I can't think of it right now yeah or at least featured on a song with a country artist or did reggae probably or did reggae tone or some shit like and definitely did that and he's one of the he's one of the very few celebrities that can exist in all of these spaces and be fairly popular in all of them he's done right he's done listen he's done he's done rap he's done movies he's done TV he's done um football like he's done it all like Snoop is really just a a mogul in a way he brand he brands and rebrands himself and he's always in the eye of the public somehow doing keeping his name relevant even if like he he is quiet for a couple of months you know Snoop is going to pop up with something and be right back in the public eye like and he's Snoop is dope to me because he understands he's one of the few artists that evolved with the times like once social media really took over and everybody kind of understood that the wave was social media Snoop popped up with the GGN network on YouTube got his own platform him sitting down interviewing people that he fuck with smoking weed and talking shit and that became wildly popular and from that that springboarded him into doing cooking with Martha Stewart or, or hosting a game show like and now doing a gospel album like come on man Snoop needs more respect, yo. You got the football show coming out. Like he don't stop. He don't stop, man. There's no re. There's no reason when we talk about hip hop, Snoop is not in the top five. I'll debate that with anybody. Yeah, he's just oh, and we not talk. I'm not talking about lyrics. I'm not talking about discography and all of that type of shit. If we talking about cultural impact. And what people mean to the culture of hip hop, Snoop has to be top five. Has to be. The, I don't. I don't. There's. I don't really see any other argument for him not being there. Just based off everything that he's done up to this point, Snoop is pushing. If he's not fifty, he's pushing fifty years old. Like he's still out here. The G. Like he's still out here. Cooking with America's well, with cooking with one of the most well-known white women on the planet, doing movies, doing TV shows. He's existing in all of these spaces with all of these white, with all these upper echelon people, and he's still cripping and smoking weed. Like, how can you not respect that? How can you not respect that? Like, 
So I, I highly implore you to to listen to Snoop's gospel album whenever he whatever it comes out. I think it's called the Bible of Love or something like that. Like even if you even if you don't necessarily rock with the music, like you gotta just respect what what Snoop has done, man. Just like you got to. No one does it better, man. Shout out to Snoop. Shout out to um the West Coast and everything. But getting into music, as the good brother Frankie said, um Justin Timberlake dropped his album last Friday. Yeah, it'll be last Friday by the time y'all hearing this. It's called uh fuck, what's the name of it? Man of the Woods. Right? That's the name of the album. Now, previously, you know, I uh inducted Mr. Timberlake into the what happened to community because of just this whole rebranding about, you know, once certain once like when like I like I said before, like when white people reach, reach a certain point in their c- career and they wanna kind of stray away from the blackness, like you see Miley Cyrus doing it now, they get very like what's the word? Lumberjack E. Mad fucking flannels and blues guitars and, and and you know harmonicas and spitting tobacco and all that type of shit. So, you know, once once I saw Justin, you know, announce that the name of this album was gonna be Man in the Woods, that's what I was expecting, right? I might have been hoodwinked. <laughs> this shit is basically a Justin Timberlake album. Mm. He didn't really do anything new. Like, it's really like... Got you! Like, and that's what kind of pissed me off because... Okay, we're going to be fair. There's maybe like towards the middle of the album, there's there's like three or four very bluesy country records. Like some, you know, it's just him just on some acoustic shit singing, singing some blues-ish things. But the first three or four songs is classic, classic Justin Timberlake. Timberland production, Pharrell production. Like, in the first track, Filthy, that shit is groovy as fuck. And I turned it on and I was pissed off because I was like, yo, bro, I was not expecting this. Like, I wasn't supposed to like this shit. <laughs> like, you made me... Clown it. Right, you made me clown it. Without hearing it, but you know, I don't give a fuck because who cares about facts anymore. But you made me give a give a um, opinion on it, and you basically lied to everybody and did the same shit that you're known for. So I don't know what to say about the Timberlake album. Like you can listen to it. It's it's he got some dope shit on there. I'm not gonna lie, but. It's, it's traces of the Man of the Woods branding that he was going for. It's not a lot. It's not like if he was if he was trying to convince people that he was going for a full country rebranding, this wasn't it. Because this is basically a Justin Timberlake album. So, fuck you again, uh, Mr. Timberlake, because you lied to me. But, um, uh, Wolf, what are you listening to, bro? Currently? 
you know, we got Wolf here. We're gonna we gonna hear what he got on his uh on his playlist. <coughs> like new shit or shit that I really be listening to. Well, new shit, new shit. Cause we try to get we try to get the people new shit that they may not know of. Like um, what else came out? Like um, Skazu. He's a rapper from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He came out with a project called um, A Celebration to Us. Like Skazu is a very very dope rapper. Skazu is super dope. But he's also, you know, if you don't like very wordy rappers, then this ain't for you. I met Skazu. You met? Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Skazu is fire. So, but Skazu is, is, you know, a very underrated lyrical genius. Like, so shout out to Skazu. Um, I don't know, man. I got a little bit of R and B in my selection. Well, you know, we we uh, R and B is highly. Covenant over here. You ever heard of Saint Beauty? I've heard of Saint Beauty. I actually didn't get to listen to that. I made a note to listen to it, and I didn't listen to it. They're dope. So I'm gonna check out Saint Beauty. I listened to this Japanese English girl called Rina Sawayama. I heard of her. And all her songs sound like straight like. Early 2000s Britney Spears TRL shit. Very poppy shit, yeah. Very poppy shit. And it's, it's, I love it. You know what? Like, there's a, um, there's a K pop artist. I think I mentioned him on the show before named Dean. He's from Korea and he has a song with Sid from the internet called Love. Came out maybe sometime last year. But it's very R&B ish. Like, Groovy shit So you know Those uh The Asians fuck with the culture man The Asians really fuck with the culture Like they They make a lot of groovy shit Um What else is out Yeah uh Yeah just Skazu Fucking Her 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 is dope Him is dope They is dope I didn't get it. I don't. I never got into him or they. No, him. Him is dope. Well, him is really just a bunch of songs replying to her. Now, hold hold on. Disclaimer, y'all. Him, her, and they are all groups. Okay. There's the um, with the acronym, you know, H E R or H I M. They is just spelled they with a period at the end. But they are all. There are three different groups, three different acts, but they're all dope. Check them out. But um, I really think that's it, man. You fuck with Rich Brian? Nah, or man. Nah, man. He's dope as fuck. Nah, Check man. out '88 and Rising. That's where I get all my Japanese, Korean hip hop. That shit be fire. What's '88 and Rising? It's like a Asian blog. Mm. YouTube. Yeah, I yeah, I, I saw that the guy, you know, was an artist, it was a Korean artist or Asian artist, I don't know what. I think he's Chinese. Yeah, it's a Chinese artist named formerly known as Rich Chigger. You know, he Asian kid with a deep ass voice doing trap music. And the, the song was catchy. I think it's called That Stick or something like that. But he caught a lot of flack because um his name, Rich Chigger, sounds like Rich nigga, 
And he caught a lot of flack for that And people, you know, called him a culture vulture And cultural appropriation and things like that So he renamed himself Brian I believe that's his real name But he renamed himself Brian And he dropped the album I can't remember the name of the album Because I didn't listen to it It's called Amen Amen So, you know Wolf says listen to it So y'all can check that out I'm going to be honest, I don't think I'm going to listen to it. It was, yo, it hit number one on iTunes. Well, of course it did, but I'm not going, I don't think I'm going to go out and listen to it, man. I don't think I'm going to go out and listen to it. But anyway, y'all can listen to it. Y'all let me know. I probably won't either. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. But, yeah, man, I think that's it, man. I think that's it. Um, Follow the show and everything. Um, uh, iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, for the stress podcast, so on everything. Uh, follow the Frank and Wolf show. Follow Frankie. Follow the good brother Wolf. Um, follow Celestial Goddess. Oh shit! Hold on, real fast. By the time y'all hearing this, I don't know who will have won the Super Bowl. Eagles. Cause I'm, cause I'm recording this on a Saturday. Y'all will hear this on a Tuesday, or whenever y'all hear, or it drops on a Tuesday. I don't know when, when y'all will hear it, hear this. But I don't know who's gonna win the Super Bowl. But I don't fucking care because fuck all of them. Don't care. <laughs> and then on top of that, Justin Timberlake is performing at halftime, so it's really fuck all of them. Hey, when the last time the Giants won this? All right, you know that's been a great episode. Of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Signing off. Yeah, don't come in here interrogating me. Listen, man, don't come in here interrogating me by my team, man. We'll be back when a rebranding year. You know what I'm saying? Shit got a little hectic. You know what I'm saying? But like I keep like I told y'all before, once we get right, I'm putting my foot on y'all next, man. Alright? So in the meantime, in between time, bacon, egg, and cheese from Poppy. For the stress. Also, I don't know if we can trust groundhogs anymore because it's too fucking cold to be trusting animals. This shit is wild. We got enough technology. We need to put something more reliable. I don't know if we're going to trust the hedge, a fucking groundhog named Staten Island Steve or whatever the fuck his name is. Like, I don't know, man. But y'all be safe. I'm out. For the stress. For the stress. <laughs> I actually kept that. <laughs> <laughs>